96.5 KLH, Dave, Doreen, and Gino. And I'll never forget, guys, about, uh, I guess about 12, 13 years ago, I was, uh, I was downtown in an Irish pub, and I heard bells. And, <laughs> and I looked over, and it was Jason Wildey. <laughs> so you knew when I you knew saw right him. Away. I yep. knew right away. He I, was your guy. He yep. was the guy. Yep. Jason Wildey, our Green and Gold Insider, joins us right now from ESPN Radio. So Jerry Jones, Jason, said he heard bells. He, he did, yeah. yeah. Uh, first of all, you realize that Paula still to this day gives me grief because despite everything that I've been able to do in my career, I mean, I've interviewed Michael Jordan. I did a radio show with Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Milwaukee for four years. Uh, I've talked to all the biggest stars of Wisconsin sports, and the only time she's ever seen me starstruck was when Dave Luzak approached me in mode and asked me if I would be if I wanted to be on the morning KLH. She still you were like a little schoolgirl. I appreciate you bringing that up because she loves that story. Yeah, bells. Um, I'm assuming that they were the bells of defeats that he had heard after the Packers had uh, beaten the the Cowboys in the playoffs a couple of times with what Jerry Jones considered to be inferior rosters, which I thought was interesting. Wow. Um, I don't know, man. I, uh, not to sound like Tony Romo. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I'm really eager to see how this plays out. I really am. I'm, I'm very, I sent Mike a congratulatory text message. But, you know, between Jerry Jones's ego and certainly there's a lot of pressure as the Green Bay Packers head coach. Don't get me wrong. But that place and that environment and that market is a whole different kettle of fish. So uh, I wish Mike nothing but luck, but I'm really intrigued to see how it plays out. I mean, look, Mike really wanted to coach again. Uh, As we saw him say in that NFL Network piece, he felt his family needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure what – I still haven't figured out what exactly that meant, So even though we – Tausch and I asked him what it meant. Um, I think he really needed it. I think it really bothered him how things ended in Green Bay, but I think I said this to you a couple of weeks ago. I was really worried that if he didn't get a job, if he was left without a chair when the music stopped, that he would be more devastated by that than he was by being fired by the Packers, and I still believe that. And so, you know, the, the, the Cowboys job, obviously there's a ton of talent there. Uh, I know one of the things that Mike is really pleased about is that he won't have to be the face of the franchise when it comes to uh, organizationally like he was with Ted Thompson, even before Ted got sick. Um, but Jerry Jones and egos and that market, I'm, I'm really eager to see how this plays out. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of money involved, which always seems to make yeah. it sweeter. Yeah, I'm going to assume that it wasn't just bells. Uh, it, yeah. maybe, maybe Jerry heard bells. I think Mike heard cash rips probably well after that carolina coach what did he get a seven-year deal for uh, 70 million dollars yeah. mm-hmm. worth up to 70 million i you know that's everyone kind of scoffed at uh john gruden and I, if only we had our buddy frank caliendo here to take over my segment at this point <laughs> um but he got 10 years 100 million and everyone kind of was like what is mark davis doing and now Matt Rule, who has a much thinner resume, right? I mean, right. Gruden won a Super Bowl. 
Um, I, I just I can't get over that. And then the then the Giants seemingly panic because Matt Rule was the guy they really wanted, and they hire a guy that no one outside of New England has really even heard of. Right, mm-hmm. right. All right, let's focus on the Packers-Seahawks game. What's going to be the biggest issue regarding the Packers, and, and, and like how are they going to stop Russell Wilson? He seems to be on his game. He's on point. Yeah, he. Uh, although he was much better in the first half of the season than he was in the second half, and obviously their running game is vastly different. They had three really good running backs, and they lost all of them to injury. And so, you know, they brought back Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch, who I love this. Uh, when the Raiders were closing down their stadium and playing their last game at Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, uh, he was in the he was out in the parking lots at tailgates doing shots, uh, pouring tequila shots, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh-huh. it. it partaking in some of them. Uh, so, you know, where he's at in terms of getting back, he had a touchdown last week, but I think they had like 19 yards rushing as a team. Um, Russell Wilson is, is their biggest hope. Um, I suppose Marshawn Lynch with another week under his belt could be that much better, but I think that's the thing that the Packers are the, have as absolutely their biggest concern is how do we make sure that Russell Wilson doesn't beat us? And you know, they've got two really good pass rushers on the edge who've had a great season and the Smith brothers, but they also have to probably be smart and make sure they're not over-pursuing and giving him running lanes to to take off and make plays with his feet. Okay, I asked you on Monday about being healthy, and I didn't mean with the flu or whatever's going around the locker room. Should we be concerned? As long as you follow Devontae Adams' advice, Which you was? should be fine. What was the Wash advice? Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands and wash your butt. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good advice. So, Thank you. <laughs> so, so he does he does his press availabilities now. I, he's great. Like he and I have an awesome relationship. I, he gives me one on one time whenever I need it. He's been phenomenal to me. Um, but so he does this at like a, a laundry bin. Like they have these big wooden laundry bins that then have these carts inside of them. So the guys put their clothes in there, and then the attendants come and get them. So he's been doing it in front of one for the past, I don't know, month. So yesterday he says this line about washing your hand and washing your butt, and I turn (laughs) away to, like, cover my face because I'm laughing so hard. (laughs) And the ESPN guys, because, like, the national ESPN guys are there, and they were shooting from straight in front of him. They come and tell me, Jason... You know, I just want to let you know you're in that shot with Devontae and you're picking your nose. What? And I'm like, I wasn't picking my nose. I was covering my face. Oh. And I remember that Seinfeld bit where yep. he, where the model sees him. Yeah. No pick. No pick. Yeah. I, was, I was on the outside. He's a friend. Not a pick. Well, it explains why you like Booger McFarlane. Yeah. Oh, I'm the only one. Right, yeah, you must right. be. Did they leave it in the shot? Or are they leaving it in for you? I don't know. I did not. I did not catch Sports Center, so I don't know if it made it on the Sports Center or not. But no pick, no, no pick. pick. That's a good Seinfeld, by the way. That, that is. really is. Yeah, you sound great. very respectable. Oh. All right, so tell me about uh, the game. Like from your standpoint, you think uh, you think this is going to be tough? I think it's going to be a tough game. Uh, these guys are not worried about it. I am. Yeah, so you and I are in the same camp because, for me, I'm always leery of games which 
on paper look like they shouldn't be close. And given the injuries that the Seahawks have, given their offensive line, which they may again be without their starting left tackle, um, and given the health of the Packers, they got all their offensive linemen back who didn't practice last week. They were all practicing yesterday. So they should feel really good about where they're at there. Um, but, you know, I always flash back to Super Bowl 32, and I was telling the story to somebody yesterday. I'm on the bus. I've told you guys this before, but I'm on the bus to Super Bowl 32. It's my second year coming to the Packers. I don't think I'm a know-it-all, but maybe I had a little bit of that in me as a 25-year-old. And I remember sitting on the media bus, and I said, "There, I don't see any way the Packers lose this game. Mm. And then they lost. And so ever <laughs> since then, I've always been very leery about saying something that strong. And when I look at this game, this is a game that the Packers should win by two touchdowns based on where Seattle is. It really is. They're at home. They're playing a team that's banged up that brought a guy out of a parking lot from pouring tequila shots to be the running back. <laughs> and yet I feel the same way as Dave. Like I have this measure of kind of apprehension for them and for Packers fans that it's not necessarily going to be as easy as it should be on paper. I still think they win and they head to San Francisco but I definitely feel like there's a, a certain measure of reason to be uh, less than overconfident about what might happen on Sunday. How about this? I think they win and stay at home and play the Vikings. Oh, There's a lot of pressure then, because then you got to win at home to keep the Vikings from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They've never won. And then all your Packers fans, if you lose to them, and then they go and win the Super Bowl, then you have to, then you've lost that great joke of... <laughs> Tweeting pictures of empty <laughs> Super Bowl trophy trophies and yeah. saying, "Here's the trophy case that you want to stadium." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In the meantime, Jared Jones heard bells. Oh, Let's just remember that he heard bells. Oh, and, and Jason, where did he pick up his suit? Mike oh, McCarthy. Yeah. Was it his graduation from high school suit? Oh yeah. man, he, he just yeah, that was. Bad. We watched, so all of us kind of gathered around the TV at Lambeau because his press conference started right as we came out of the locker room mm-hmm. uh, and we're getting ready to sit down and write. And we were all just like, he looked so uncomfortable in his yes. jokes. You know, he had a couple of dad jokes and they kind of fell flat. And then he had that line about being, what was it, the most storied franchise in all of sports and the greatest job or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like, okay, I mean, we know you want to make a good first impression, but you did spend 13 years here, mm-hmm. and uh, people are probably not going to be overly thrilled with that line. So we'll see. I wish him luck. I'll leave it at that. All right, Jace, we'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, and we'll obviously listen to you on the radio and read your stuff as well. Jason Wildey, thanks for the time. All right, everybody, take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wildey's our Green and Gold Insider. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, ESPN Radio's Wildey is brought to you by Go Right Way Transportation Service, Airport Corporate, Black Car Group, and more. Jason Wildey, part of the Morning KLH.